welcome to There Will Be Spoilers Intermission Ben-Hur Edition. I promise I'm Matt Bazell. And I'm Ethan Knight. Hey, we're back. We are back. It wasn't just a one and done thing. I know. We haven't failed yet. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we choose our own metrics, so I say I always succeed. Right? This, as I mentioned, is an intermission episode. We are reflecting upon our first episode and doing a little bit more freeform discussion, getting to some other topics that more freeform, are... more freeform, more... as if yeah. we had any form to begin with. <laughs> well, there was, there is a form. I, let the audience decide how freeform we get right. between the weeks, but maybe explore some topics that are maybe tangential to what we would have talked about in the first episode. Today, we're probably going to focus a bit. And we'll see how this goes on the upcoming film, Ben-Hur, the 2016 version. But before that, we have a few things to talk about, some some housework to take care of. Originally, we had planned to answer emails or respond to tweets during some point <laughs> during this uh, episode. But as of right now, we have we none. Have none. <laughs> so I, I, I know actually for a fact that people listen to this show because I've seen the statistics. Yes. And actually, there are good seven different people in the Netherlands that listen to it. <laughs> so maybe you know, email us at spoilerscast at gmail.com or tweet at us tweet at, at spoilerscast. Tweet, tweet. Or leave a comment on Facebook at There Will Be Spoilers and tell us what's going on in Netherlands right now. Or if you're not in Netherlands, um, what's going on in your neck of the woods? Do you have a question for us or something we missed, something we got wrong? We're more than excited to answer questions, take comments, that sort of thing. Please talk to so, us. Please. Yeah, I look forward for that in the next episode. I have a question, Matt. Is, Nether is the Netherlands, that's Dutch, right? That's Yeah, that's the Dutch. Is that where, um, where where's Amsterdam? It's in the Netherlands. Ah, so I sh we should give a shout out to one of my favorite podcasts, called my dad wrote a porno that's there well they're not actually in the netherlands but the story takes place in there you should listen to it it's funny anyway willkommen isn't that what they say i don't know <laughs> i i don't know <laughs> i only know a little bit of russian and absolutely no dutch so uh, i failed i failed seven of our listeners yes uh we're sorry in any case um is there anything else we need to take care of before we get started i don't think so yeah, so let's just jump right into it. So, Ethan, you and I just watched the Ben-Hur 2016 official trailer. Yeah, I literally just watched it, like, a moment ago. This film comes out, well, we're recording today on Friday, so mm. it actually comes out a week from today, but when you're listening to this, it'll be, like, five days, four days until it comes out, Yeah, which is kind of incredible timing. It is, yeah. A little peek behind the curtain. We recorded our Ben-Hur episode, what, like? three or four months oh, ago. Oh, yeah, it's a long time ago. But it just happened to release so close to the actual film, uh, which is completely unintentional. I actually didn't see that trailer for that film until I went to see Suicide Squad, Ugh. which was a terrible movie. <laughs> we don't do bad movie podcasts, but you know, once we finish the AFI, maybe that could be something to talk about. Oh, I think we but should. But that movie was garbage. I'm glad I haven't seen it. I'm glad I haven't seen it. You should probably stick to not seeing it. If people people are going to find out how much we take apart different aspects of the film, their themes, their progression, their plot, their beats, their characters. If we sat down to do that with Suicide Squad, 
we could fill like five hours. Oh, I'm not even joking. Oh, good. That's so. That's the mark of a true good film. <laughs> oh yeah, to, to, when you can sit and say, now why did Will Smith do this when his intention was that? Oh god. And why was this character even in the film? And what did this serve? And I digress, but that's sort of the point of today's episode is digressions. But returning to our original digression, yes. we watched that trailer whose tagline, by the way, is first to finish, last to die. Ugh. So the artwork for BenHurMovie.com, which is, I guess, the official place that film resides until it's in theaters, has like the chariot sequence going on. Of course. And they've lifted some of the same you know, actions from it, people being dragged on the ground and Ben-Hur having to climb back up onto his chariot. Right. And so it's very reminiscent of some aspects of the original. I say original, but we'll get to that later. The 1959 version of the film. However, it seems more like Death Race in that it's this lawless blood sport. Blood sport as the Sheik played by Morgan Freeman claims. With dreadlocks. With dreadlocks. Because everybody in history needs to have long hair. All men have long hair in olden times to the point of putting Morgan Freeman in dreadlocks. Yeah, so already I feel a bit of trepidation about this film. I think that's, just that's, a light, that's putting it lightly, I think. That's putting it lightly. So I'm <laughs> going to try to dunk us into deep waters here and then maybe pull us back out because I saw a few things in the trailer that made me highly suspicious. Then I read some things that was less suspicious. Then again, more suspicious. So... I want to sort of unpack that and work our way through it, if we can. Sure. There's very little text during this trailer. It's mostly like scenes of naval warfare and land combat. Right. Which we do see a brief second of naval warfare in 1959's Ben-Hur, because that's how Judah Ben-Hur is actually freed from slavery after five years, is they get into that ship battle and he gets washed up with um, Quintus Arius. Whom he saves. Mm-hmm. But this film obviously takes it to a greater degree. One of the text things that shows up on the screen during the trailer is based on one of the greatest stories ever told. Based on one of the greatest stories ever told. Which is this most complex sentence, but obviously referring to 1880s, you know, Ben-Hur, which these three films, we didn't talk at all about the 1925 Ben-Hur, the silent film. Right. But we'll talk a little bit about it today. Not too much. Because our, for our intents and purposes, 1959 is kind of the central film for this. Yes. But it's such a weird statement to make. This is based on one of the most, you know, one of the greatest stories ever told. It's such a, it's not ambivalent. It's just kind of a nothing. It's like a platitude. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. Right. There's nothing there. What is the story that it's based on that is the greatest story ever told? Is that, see, I think it's a vaguely religious Thing. that's what i think it is because it because it happens all with jesus right yeah so you might be right because they make allusion to both the film of 1959 and also the book and there's it's also true to form uh with jesus in it so there's a lot of interesting things going on right a couple obvious things that we learn in the trailer is that masala is no longer judah's best friend he's his adopted brother right which they portray as his actual brother yeah. in the film. So immediately that seems like they cut off that potential love interest mm-hmm. we talked about, that lover's scorn. Also, Judah's family just may well be dead and crucified at the beginning of this film. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure if that's the case or if that's going to be the reveal where 
Judah thinks his family's dead, though we, the audience, know it's he, that they're not. I have a, I have a suspicion that's probably what it's going to be. Yeah, it seems like that's kind of what they're going for. But there's way more battles seem to be advertised in this film. Like, there's not a lot of combat. Yeah, the chariot race is sort of the central point of the film. Well, I think I think what what we're seeing there is like the transition of of the industry from you know these big epic films of, of days gone past and now it's it's all summer blockbusters and you know it's, it's summer blockbusters to the detriment of all else this this is not a summer blockbuster movie right like well i mean i guess it i don't know it wants to be i think well it shouldn't be though i mean it's not it's this is not a movie about explosions and war this is a movie about like interpersonal relationships and. But Ethan, they've got all those special effects, and if they didn't use those special effects, they go to waste. They spoil those special effects. They spoil. I know. It looks like a. <sighs> Watching the trailer, it looks like a cartoon. It's like this is the the like, it's like Peter Jackson's dream. These you know, it's, it's just all computer crap. What's the point? I don't want to go see that. If I wanted to watch a cartoon, I'll just go watch a cartoon. So we see like Judah's slave ship being rammed by another ship and it gets destroyed and Judah is flung from the craft and it's all in like first person. Yeah. So it's very video gamey yeah. in a lot of ways. Yes. Which is kind of odd to see. I didn't really expect that. Because it's a it's a cash grab. It's a cash grab, Matt. It probably is, but I want to complicate that as I typically do when you and I have these discussions. Okay, do it. So I read the tagline on imdb and it says after years at sea judah returns to his homeland to seek revenge but finds redemption now trailers are a little let's say a little deceptive sometimes sure but this one seems to suggest that the movie starts with him aboard the slave ship at sea freedom quintus arius digression the death the now death race and then revenge and then this redemption part which we don't see anything except for like a glimpse of jesus on the cross right. in the trailer so we don't really know how that works yet but it seems like they're just going to be doing flashbacks for the kind of the building action yeah where he is imprisoned and sees masala so we'll see how that's handled but it seems to suggest both in text and in visual that the naval part is going to be probably the first fifth of the movie mm -hmm. they're gonna have that maybe a little more bulky and we'll see what they do with that i guess so i just mentioned that jesus is in the in the film again but what i didn't mention is that the script was rewritten so this this script just like in 59 they had a rewrite mm -hmm. in the script uh this script is rewritten by the guy that wrote 12 years a slave oh interesting so like i'm a little more confident in that handling okay I read a lot of stuff about this film this morning, and a lot of it seems to suggest that they want to deal with big themes like slavery and culture and race and also colonization. Except that everybody's white, except for Morgan Freeman. <laughs> like, what are you? This is another thing I wanted to touch on: Ugh. is this whitewashing of Hollywood? Yes. Guess what? We're not the only ones to talk about it. Everyone's talking about it. Yeah. Both male leads are british right and judah ben hurt was originally going to be played by tom hiddleston but he, yeah but he took the role of 
um, someone else in Kong Skull Island, yeah. the new film coming out. Oh, that's going to be just as good as this film, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you've got these Hollywood swarthy men. Like, right. yeah, you're white, but like, we try to make you, we try to, like, dust you up a little bit. I don't know. It's such a weird thing. Yeah. But the female supporting actresses are all exotic. I think his love interest is um, from Tehran, mm-hmm. and his sister is born of... I think Jewish and German parents. So like they've kind of they're trying to work this exotic angle and really what this reduces to is just blatant exoticism. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, we want our women to be sexually mysterious, but our men need to be recognizably white but still also somehow transgressive, but not really transgressive in that. It's like instance. yeah, it's it's Melania Trump is what it is, right? Like Yeah. That's what it is. And and instead of being dusted with Cheeto dust, like Donald Trump, <laughs> um, these guys have like literally dust from the ground. What that shows, what this exoticism shows here, is that this is a very stereotypical or typical Hollywood film today. We've got the large CG-driven battles, and then we have this sexualized exoticism in here. At least the Sheik is actually played by a black man. True, true. He's not in blackface, so there's yeah. that. But, of course, they choose, like, Morgan Freeman, who, I mean, that in and of itself is, like, it's so they can use Morgan Freeman in the narration in a trailer. Right, exactly. You know, like, it's not it's not an exciting role. It's not a role that pushes barriers of race. He's just a slam dunk for any role that someone wants to make their movie somewhat profitable. Right, he's a safe choice. He's a very safe yeah. choice. I don't know. And I think I feel like, too, like in a, in a film like this, you have to say that, you know, well, our male leads are white, but we've hey, we got Morgan Freeman. Hey, yeah, he's in there. I mean, they're trying. This is like such a scattershot or a, a buckshot sort of film where they're trying to hit everything. They're trying to hit, they've got battles. They've got some sort of love story. They've got brother against brother. Hey, there's black people. Uh, there's look, look, there's animals. Uh, oh, and some Jesus for all of you religious people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're just trying to hit everything they can. They're trying to hit everything except for, I think, maybe for once, not graphic nudity. Because it's PG-13 mm-hmm. and it's only for, like, intense sequences and violence or something like that. So, at least they didn't go whole hog mm-hmm. and just say, like, we're going to just try to get as much interest in this as we can. And I think I may have the answer as to why they did that. Tell me. First, I want to give you a statistic here. It looks like $100 million was spent on production of this film. Wow. It's slotted to earn $15 million opening week. Okay. Which is abysmal. Oh, yeah. So this is not slated to be a super successful movie. <laughs> it might actually be a failure, a flop. But those that have the power, I guess, to market this film... According to the New York Times, they are still aiming to target faith-based moviegoers. Oh, yeah. I know. I saw that. I mean, definitely. Um, they're going to play up the Jesus angle, certainly. Which is interesting because I thought for sure that wouldn't happen in 2016, that they wouldn't try to make this like another Passion of the Christ, which seems like they are. Mm-hmm. Because the actor who is playing Jesus, who is Brazilian, which is like, okay, great, I guess, yeah, has the personal right. blessing of Pope Francis oh. in his role. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which is that? Which I think is an interesting thing because definitely, I mean, this is a this is a Jesus story. In the end, this is a story. Ben Hur is about Jesus. It's a religious story, which is part of the reason why I think it's a an odd choice in 2016 
um, outside of films like you know those those very like pandering to religious audiences like God's not dead and all those sorts of things, right? But the trailer makes it look. I mean, there's like a, maybe a, a second and a half of Jesus and that yeah. weird shot where he's like on the mast and it's very. It looks like he's, you know, it's Christian iconography. But other than that, it looks like they're really pushing, at least in the trailer of this film, not to be, a, you know, a religious film, which of course it has to be. Yeah, so this is something we actually got deep into in our first episode mm -hmm. with this revenge redemption plot. So I just read to the tagline and how that changes. They still have that, that change from revenge to redemption. Right. So they're still following, it looks like, the same arc of the 1959 film, whereas we said it might be somewhat more impactful if we separate Old Testament from New Testament. Right. These are different stories. We're trying to do too much, which gives you like a 45-minute denouement mm -hmm. in the 1959 film. Yeah. It seems like they're still going to do that, but what they're advertising is an action movie, and right. what they're promising is a faith-based movie that's going to be important to believers is what another source said. So you have this really sort of interesting dichotomy here. So mm -hmm. on one side, there's the expectation of the faithful will be honored is what this quote says. And then we have CG, big movie fights, right. exotic, sensuous, supporting females, white, British leads. It's just... It seems to be – there seems to be a disconnect here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, to put it lightly. <laughs> My question – this is what it comes down to for me. Do we need to see this movie again? I was just about to bring up – you said right before we started recording. Yeah, I think I've seen enough Ben-Hur to not need to see this film. Yeah. Like why retell this story? Why retell this story? Because it was so popular, you think? I mean that's that's what it seems to me. Like the, the only reason that I can see somebody – it's like pitching like let's remake ben-hur is for the fact that like you could you're remaking ben-hur and you get that brand you know it, it's you know it's this great big huge film yeah, that everybody knows it was so successful yeah but however the 1925 film the black and white yes. silent one that actually started it off yes well well there was a 1907 silent film before that but yes the, oh, okay this one lost nearly seven hundred thousand dollars the 1925 so, lost seven hundred thousand yeah. dollars Mm -hmm. So it made no profit. Oh my god, seven hundred thousand dollars in nineteen twenty-five. That's right. Whew. So it had a big flop. Fifty-nine was very successful, though its budget was huge. So that was also up in the air. A lot of people thought it was going to flop too. And now this one. So it's not like this is a surefire cash grab. Like, right? Why pick this? I, I mean, I know we're in like the three decades of remake city yeah. or whatever, where we have to do all the films over again. Right. Cause ghostbusters two is so great. Right. All right. Yeah. Sorry, not ghostbusters two ghostbusters, the remake. Although people, ghostbusters have, 2 people have said good things about ghostbusters, the ghostbusters remake. I have not seen it. So that's I'm, I've heard conflicting things. Okay. But so whatever the case, Ben Hurst seems such an odd reach. Yes, it does. It just. It doesn't. It just seems like. Why would you choose this movie? Why tell this story again? And it's not like it's such a huge passion project because this is not some indie right film production. This is Paramount, and 
they're spending a lot of money on this. So how did someone get this passed? Really, is what it comes down yeah, to. Yeah, I don't know. And and I mean, I'm just, I, if we haven't been clear so far, I think this movie is going to be awful. It's there's no way that this movie is going to be good. I'm skeptical. It might have. So here's the difficulty for me, is that it might hold my interest simply because I'm going to be comparing it to well, the yeah. thing we watched the entire time. And just saying like, oh, well, they messed this up. Or it's an interesting choice they did here. They're obviously trying to do X. Right. So that might be a more academic viewing that is going to be divorced for most people, I think. Unless they're listeners of the podcast. Right, definitely. Mm. Which I guess, guys, go see that film and let us know. Yeah, tell us what you think. But yeah, it's such a weird thing. And, and it is kind of serendipitous it came out so close to our own yes. watch. So that we could talk about it today. And, and, and like this, I just looked this up. This movie is two hours long. So super condensed compared to the original. Well, compared to the original. Our original. Do I want to go sit through two hours more of Ben-Hur? Who wants no. to go su- sit through two hours of Ben-Hur is really my question. Honestly, uh, if the New York Times quote is to be believed, it's someone who is a faith-based moviegoer that wants to see the reconciled revenge and then redemption of Judah Ben-Hur, so a faithful, and the person who knows nothing about anything of this film or its origins or its background or its religious ties and just wants to see an action film they think is right. going to be good. mindless action. I, I do feel like this is kind of a... This is a movie that, like, if you've got younger kids, it's got it's going to have a wholesome message because it's religious... There's going to be action. So, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like, again, it's kind of like a safe choice for, like, you know, a very sort of like suburban. For like a family suburb, you've got 13 to 18 year olds in your house still. Yeah, very wholesome, you know, very like maybe after church on Sunday, you'll go watch Ben Hur because it's not, there's not going to be. Drugs or alcohol. Well, I mean, I guess there'll probably be alcohol because it's ancient. But <laughs> Judah Ben Hur is like, hey man, you want to take a hit off this? <laughs> right, like he's got a bong or something. No, um, yeah, I mean, like, so it's not, you know, there's not going to be like, and and all of it's like, it's it's wrapped up in biblical, whatever. Uh, so like, so I honestly, I don't know how wholesome this film's going to be. Yeah. I think the appeal to faith-based moviegoers, the the cynic in me says that is a ploy. That that's not really going to be delivered. Yeah. As nearly as much as it was in the 1959 film. I think Jesus will be there. Sources say he will play a more prominent role. A more prominent role? Than in the 59 one? Yeah. (laughs) But what What? what it also said specifically is that Judah Ben-Hur will have more significant encounters with Jesus before his revenge scene with Masala. So... Well, he didn't have significant. He didn't really have significant scenes with him before. I mean, the revenge. They, before the culmination of his revenge, he was like he got water from him, and maybe like one or two other things. Okay. But that was about it. Like, it wasn't until after the revenge was finished, after Masala was dead, that he had this whole big path to redemption. You're right. Okay. 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 I'm really curious to see how that will develop. But if that's the case, and this is two hours, and it looks like they're sort of touting the the C part, and that's maybe just my intuition from what they've stated in the text, and then also what the trailer shows us. Right. I feel like that's going to be a little bit longer. It could just be like fifteen minutes. Who knows? It could be like the 
open um, action scene, and then we go into the small slowdown with Quintus Arius, and then we've got the horse training, and then all of a sudden there's flashbacks in between that, and then we have the death race, and then we have, you know, we have 45 minutes left to redemption. Yeah. But that formula doesn't seem like... The first half seems fine as a formula for a modern film. That last part, though, I don't think it's going to pay off for them. Yeah, I just... I can't imagine this being terribly good. I just can't. Well, let's make predictions, Ethan. Let's talk about maybe some key things we think will happen in the film and perhaps how it'll do. I guess I go back and forth here. I have a feeling that maybe it's going to be, because they're saying that it's more Jesus than the first, than the 1959. So I think this film is going to be either one of two things. I think it's going to be a Jesus film wrapped up with some action like, you know, you put the action bow on top of it, and it's really all about Jesus, and we, you know, you get what I'm saying? Or yeah. it's going to be the opposite. It's going to be an action movie with, like, hey, but here's some Jesus peppered in, so that, you know, it's wholesome, and come see us Christians. You know what I mean? But I don't, I don't think either way it's going to have much real depth to it. So I think similarly, except for I think rather than it being one or the other, I think it's going to be a balance of the two, and... I think balance is the wrong word. I think it's going to be disjointed. Yeah. I think we're going to have scenes of intense battle and combat with Judah Ben-Hur and Masala, and they're doing their thing with swords and whatnot. And then you're going to have these redemption scenes that are going to be thematically out of place. Right. So it's not to say that you can't have scenes of battle and then scenes of redemption fit together. I think that's totally possible. I think we saw to some degree, that working in the 1959. Yeah. But I think in this case, it's just going to be poorly done. They're going to overuse the CG and the fighting and make this big spectacle, which is then going to be completely neutered by these slow, very string-heavy, scored uh, redemption scenes. Right. (sighs) I think think this movie is going to flop. I think it's going to flop It's definitely going to flop. I think it's going to be a commercial failure. Oh, yeah. I, no one's going to go see this. Well, people will see well, it, right. but I don't think many people will go see no. it. No. This is a film that I would rent on Redbox. I don't even know that I would go that far. Again, I I, I might be Ben Hurd out, though, because I did watch the 59 one, what, like two or three times? Yeah. And so maybe I'm just like done with ben-hur plus like the the old one had charlton heston which i think is totally worth seeing i don't know that i want to go see really anybody in this film morgan freeman's in like a vaguely racist role he's got dreadlocks come on like yeah and it's not like he's been taking these great films recently like there's definitely a couple films that he'll take that's just like this will pay yeah I think I, I think that's what's going on here. Like Morgan Freeman is like, well, shit. It's gonna it, they're gonna pay me well, so I might as well do it. I, who cares? <laughs> so the there will be spoilers consensus seems to be this is going to be a bad movie. Yeah, <laughs> bad. But it might be a bad movie worth talking about. I mean, we've already spent a half hour. I know. Oh, doing just that, <laughs> talking about this bad movie. What are we doing with our potentially lives? bad movie? Well, we are reflecting <laughs> on last week and then looking forward to next week. Yes. So, like I said earlier at the beginning of the episode, intermission episodes are for us to digress a bit, talk a bit about other things, 
and also take some emails, some tweets, some Facebook comments, some messages, some hand-delivered letters. We didn't give you a mailing address. <laughs> I don't know how you got them to us. Uh, carrier pigeons. I don't know. Smoke signals. We also might be having some guests in the future for some of these yes. uh, episodes, which will be interesting. Um, and if you're interested in that, please continue to watch. We, of course, listen, will be not releasing watch. episodes. Oh, right. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we, of course, will be releasing episodes every Monday. Um, we'll be alternating between intermission and our, I guess, canon episodes. Yeah. We hope you stay with us. We hope you tweeted us at SpoilersCast. Email us at SpoilersCast at gmail.com. And then go to our Facebook page at There Will Be Spoilers. Oh, also pressing news. We have Stitcher now. We're on Stitcher. Oh, yes, we are you on just, Stitcher. You just search There Will Be Spoilers. I know no one knows about it because I've checked the metrics and no one's listened to it there. But if that's more convenient for you, if you have an Android device and you're not big with iTunes, you can check us out there. We are, of course, also on SoundCloud and iTunes. Um, anything you could do for us there would be greatly appreciated. Like us, rate us, review us, subscribe. All of those things would help us out a great deal. Yes. But other than that, we plan to be back next week with AFI's Top 100 number 99, which is Toy Story. Toy Story. We had a great time talking about that. Yes, we did. Episode. And we hope you enjoyed as well. And then current Matt and Ethan will be back two weeks from now to do the post-mortem, the, the intermission yes. of Toy Story. It's like we're moving through time. Look at us. We're back and forth, back and forth. It's, it's, you know what? Being a podcaster is like being a time traveler, and it's a heavy responsibility. It is. The heavy burden falls on us, Matt. Other than that, I think that about covers what we're talking about today. It's a little bit shorter than what we plan, plan for longer episodes in the future. But again, that really depends on, on you. Interactions with an, <laughs> I don't want to like put it in those terms. <laughs> I don't want to be threatening our audience, Ethan, so early into the game. Talk to us. Pay attention to us. <laughs> tweet tweet at us if, if your dream was ever to be, have your question read on a podcast we can almost guarantee it next time yes so continue to listen to us and we will continue to be there for you as we move through afi's top 100 list i am matt Bazell. i am ira glass no i'm kidding i'm ethan knight <laughs> and there will be spoilers there will be spoilers there will be spoilers was hosted by matt Bazell and me ethan knight we were produced by matt Bazell. Our music is by the enigmatic Breakmaster Cylinder. You can find his music all over the internet. Google him. Our artwork was by Becca Knight. You can follow her on Twitter at Becca the Knight with a K, or you can find her website at nightdraws.com. You can follow us on Twitter at SpoilersCast. You can follow us on Facebook at There Will Be Spoilers. And you can shoot us an email if you want at spoilerscast at gmail.com. We plan on answering emails on our off-week podcast, so be sure to send in your questions or comments. And finally, please remember to subscribe to us on iTunes and or SoundCloud and review us, please. Thanks for listening.